Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, our guest is Chris Smith. Chris is the co-founder and CEO of The Co-Team. Please welcome Chris Smith. Well, hey, look who it is. It's Chris Smith from The Co-Team. Hey, Chris, how are you? Tom, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for stopping by and, and chatting with our Smartpreneurs today. Thanks for having me. Well, Smartpreneurs, uh, today we're going to talk about uh, a Smartpreneur blog that uh, Chris wrote, and it is called Have a Disciplinary Process. So we're going to deep dive into that and get just a little bit more information out of Chris that uh, he'll share with you, and hopefully uh, you'll learn something. So let's dive in there, Chris. So I think we can all agree, especially you and I, that uh, process is uh, is definitely one of the, one of the keys to successes, a very very important uh, key to success. So you cover disciplinary process this week. Would you share uh, with our smartpreneurs really what you mean by a disciplinary process? Sure. I, I think the goal for any employee is to consistently be coaching them up, growing them, developing them, or coaching them out, removing them from your business so that you can backfill them with really solid talent. And the idea of a disciplinary process achieves that coach up or coach out philosophy by enabling corrective actions and behaviors that don't meet your needs um, or fundamentally replacing the individual with someone who can. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, you know, when you're looking at, at, at an employee or a group of employees and you're looking for signs, right? Like you're making sure everything's cool or they got problems coming up, you know, what are the signs that you really want to look out for in terms of their behavior? And you know, what are the, the flags or whatever you want to call it? We'll, we'll go through some particulars, but I think in general, you know it when you see it. It's you can always tell because it's like that little piece of grit that causes the pearl to grow. So yeah. if you feel that sense of irritation and agitation looking at an employee or seeing an employee behave, chances are it's that, whatever that is. But what are some buckets that they typically fall into? Yeah. So technical aptitude is a really common one. I need some to operate at a given level and they're just not operating at that given level. This can be true in any position. So we could be talking about an accounting individual or a technician or a warehouse person. But if they're supposed to be operating at a certain level and they're just not really getting there, I think that that's a common one. 
On the flip side, you've got behavioral problems. This could be things like attitude, cleanliness, timeliness, what you would almost consider the baseline standards for any employee, uh, regardless of the type of position that they're in. I think those behavioral issues uh, tend to flare up for some people. Um, falling behind on the growth curve. So here's a one where everyone seems to be evolving and growing in the business, but this person seems to lag well behind that. So in other words, when we hired these people as a group, you know, yeah, it was fine, but as our company evolved into maybe using new software or new processes or new procedures um, or new standards of conduct, they just never quite kept with the times. On a really egregious level, we could be talking about dangerous behavior. Uh, so these things could be like harassment, things that are outright illegal, no matter what business you're in, um, alcohol or drug use while on a job. These are the types of things that I think anybody could kind of almost immediately say, hey, these are kind of fireable offenses. Um, sure. And then there's all the things that we haven't discussed, which you couldn't even imagine. And, and I get various uh, scenarios brought to me by people where I go, I've never had that problem before, I've never seen that. But I'm almost not surprised because when we deal with humans, we have the human element, which is the sense of variability. Um, and so I think just take into heart that if it feels irritating, and you've thought about it more than twice, it probably needs a coach up or out moment. That makes perfect sense. So, you know, in, in today's world, <clears throat> you know, it's it seems like HR is a is a challenging place to uh, uh, to hang out right now. Uh, so as an owner manager, you know, really what choices do you have to rectify the situation? Sure. I I'll give the disclaimer, which is that I think everyone should have an employment attorney um, in your given state might have certain rules or regulations. I think anytime you develop a process like what we're about to describe, you should absolutely just run it by um, somebody who's versed in, in HR in your given state or states. Um, but the, the method that we used and that I try and coach to is pretty simple. It's a three-step process. Uh, the first step is verbal. The second step is a formal write-up. And the third step is a performance improvement plan. And to dive into those a little bit deeper, typically when I see something that's problematic, I just try and have a conversation with the individual. That's the verbal aspect. Usually you have that conversation and most people who are kind of got their, their act together will sit down and say, oh, oh, got it. I can take the corrective action to make that happen. At the time when I give that verbal discussion, I let them know that the next step, if this isn't corrected, is going to be a formal write-up. That we already have anticipated what would happen if they don't make the corrective action. Mm -hmm. We experience the same problem again. Now we're to the point of a formal write-up. And in this case, I'm actually pulling the individual in. Uh, it's usually the manager and somebody from HR. And so two people should be present for this, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> basically, the idea of confirming what has happened. The statement is, hey, we've already had the verbal discussion with you. We told you write-up was going to be next. This now written form of what you did against our policy is going to be on your company file. Um, and this is really kind of the, the opportunity for you to take this corrective action at this point. because We really don't want to go to the third step. And the third step is going to be performance improvement plan. Can we just call it good and, and everything's going to be fine moving forward from here? Most people at this point have gotten the message. It's pretty clear that if we don't get past here, like bad things are about to happen. A third time comes up with the same issue. Now we're at a performance improvement plan. And this is really where we sit down with usually three to five things 
that are the examples of what we're trying to correct. So if it's timeliness, we talk about you must show up on time for the next 30 days, no exceptions. A performance improvement plan is a 30-day window. It should not be longer than that. You've already had two conversations with somebody. They've had whatever time that is. Within this 30-day window, they must do the things that are stated on this document. Now, we're not adding new things. We're not adding things beyond their job description or beyond the scope of our employee handbook or anything like that. We're holding them accountable to the things that were already there. And during that 30-day window, if somebody falls short of performance on these items, they're immediately terminated. So you could be terminated on day one of a performance improvement plan or day 29. Mm -hmm. They must make substantial and complete improvement in the things that we're asking of them. Um, and if they don't, we let them go. And by letting them go, you can now backfill that position with somebody who's significantly better than they are. I think a really interesting takeaway here is if the thing you're going to terminate them for is not a big deal, then you shouldn't be frustrated by it and you shouldn't be terminating them for it. So people always say, well, man, if I did that, I wouldn't have any employees. Well, then I think that it means you're probably hiring really poorly. <laughs> so yeah. I think this question about making sure that we're correcting behavior should be to a reasonable standard commensurate with the job description in your handbook. And if we have people not delivering at that level, we should absolutely be cleaning house and, and replacing it with folks who do. How does that work uh, for the people that you've you've uh, dealt with? How do you think this works in smaller companies versus larger companies? You know, as you get managers and project managers and sales managers, stuff like that, you know, those companies probably have a handbook, right? But what about the small company that, that maybe is, uh, you know, the, the charismatic salesperson and their spouse who might be helping out with the paperwork and they might have two or three, you know, installers. And that uh, you have to imagine that they're almost in fear to let one of those three installers go because now I've lost a third of my workforce, right? How much do I do I swallow and put up with? Uh, what's your recommendation for, for a small company? Uh, it's a great question. It's exactly the same, small or big. Everyone hates letting these people go because the fear is actually in the amount of extra work that hits other people's plates when they let this person go. It happens all the time. This is like one of the most common conversations. Invariably, once we get past this, then we always get past it. Um, that person has either quit or we have fired them, right, for this offense or something else. And everyone will always say, you know what? It wasn't nearly as bad not having them around. I'm so much happier now that they're not here. Wish I would have done that ages ago. I, I've yet to have that experience not have. And so I think it's a, it's a self-limiting belief. People will not do these things on their own accord and make the situation better. They just wait for it to devolve further, right? It's a conflict averse situation. So my words of wisdom to these people are, think about this scenario like a thought exercise. This person walks into your office and quits. Would you truly fight to keep them or would you feel like they did you a favor? And if you felt like they would do you a favor, you should go let them go today and rehire for their position and just move forward. Bite that bullet now rather than perpetually being frustrated with their underperformance. Well, that makes perfect sense. Well, thanks, Chris, for being with us today. Thanks, Doc. Well, Smart Brewers, uh, you know, you might want to get a hold of Chris. And uh, if you'd like to do that, Chris, would you tell him the best way to, to uh, look you up? Sure. Feel free to reach out on my website, thepoteam.com. 
You can also send me an email, chris at thecoteam.com. Awesome. Well, again, thanks for being with us, Smartpreneurs. Uh, there's more on simplyreliable.com under resources. Uh, there you can find the Smartpreneur blog, as well as the Smartpreneur podcast. And of course, you can listen to these podcasts anywhere you listen to them uh, on your uh, on your phone or uh, TV or however you're you're consuming them. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it and got a little something out of that. And we'll see you again next time on Simple Reliable's Smartpreneur podcast. Have a great day. 